nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> episode time. <laughs> Let's do an episode. <laughs> Stop having an episode. Let's do an episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's our new motto. Stop yeah. having an episode. Make an <laughs> episode. Make an episode. <laughs> Make our episode somebody else's problem for once. <laughs> Maybe that should be our joke. Join us next time where instead of making an episode, we have an episode. Have an episode. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Two Lacquered Ladies, the podcast about nail polish and nail art by the ladies who stream it. I'm Stephanie, aka Fanatic here on every social media platform that matters. I'm an unprofessional nail artist and I like to make fan art on my nails. Howdy! My name is Danny, and you can find me as Danny Shout online. I'm a science educator by day and a nail art hobbyist by night. On stream, I like to create scenes with themes on my nails. Welcome back, everybody! Well, hi there. Well, hi there! Give <laughs> <laughs> me every single episode. Just get a sound bite of that cat. That's all we need. <laughs> That's who our next guest should be. It should be that cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> like that meme of the two cats talking. <laughs> I yes. Love that one. Yes. The black cat looks so bored. Yes. Yeah. It's like, or like so like PO'd. Um, <laughs> just like, uh, uh. so funny. Uh, the internet was made to share cat memes. It really was. It really was. I'm adjusting my focus because I have focus problems. Um, how's your how's your nail hobby been doing, Danny? It's been. Well, it's been good and bad. So in January, I did a whole bunch of collabs like I normally do because I have a problem. And I did the nail art. I even saved a draft on Instagram. And twice, I just forgot to post. I forgot to like send it out into the world. So it's the end of January got a little a little messy. And I was like posting a couple times per day to like catch up, which is not something I normally like to do, but it's fine. I'm not worried about algorithms right now. The The algorithms will figure themselves out. I'm just, I'm just trying to get my nail art out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like, you know, like if if following the algorithm brings you joy, then do yeah. it. But um, I think the best thing that one can do as a content creator is create content and then it's release true. it when you can. <laughs> yep. yep. And that's that's what I've been doing. So I've kind of plateaued on my Instagram like growth. And it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. It'll it'll come back around eventually. Um, but yeah, how about you? How's it, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Um, going through a few changes. And I actually haven't told you this yet. So live reaction for you. I am dropping my Tuesday streams. Okay. Yeah. I've been missed. Like, so when I first started, when I first started streaming three times a week, I was like, okay, we're going to do this with the idea that, like, I might have to cancel sometime. Mm-hmm. And the, through the past, like, month or so, I've had to cancel, like, so much due to being sick and also just, like, things in my life that need more time and attention and also the podcast, things like mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, realizing that I want to get evergreen content, so content that's not a one-time only stream that maybe I'll upload the VOD about, but, like, it's still going to be, like, past its prime mm-hmm. <laughs> if you weren't there alive. Um, That is... I wouldn't say more important than streaming to me because I feel like streaming is super important to me, but that's yeah. like um, more important than me streaming three times a week. Yeah. I think we've both made this shift to focusing a little bit more on YouTube, focusing a little bit more on, as you call them, the evergreen projects. I really like, I like that. I like how that's phrased. And yeah, it's, it's totally okay. Three times a week is a lot for streaming, especially your streams. You go for an average of three hours or so and you are high energy, high entertainment the whole time. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, if I if that's the only thing I did all day long, like I would I would probably want to do it more, honestly. Mm. But I have so much other stuff going on with my life right now. And I just want to stop myself from burning out before mm-hmm. I do. And also, I really want to be respecting people's schedules because like people plan to be at my streams. And if I have less streams, like if I have less streams and I do a random stream, that's fine. But yeah. if I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be streaming on these days. And then people are like, OK, well, I'm not going to go out with my friend this night because like I want to be at the stream. Um, I want to respect that people have made that time for me. Yeah. Um, and so how I'm going to do that is just by cutting down on my streams. 
so they're going to be Friday morning until I get a job, which is something that I might be doing in not too long. Um, and then Sunday night. And then if I do get a job, then I'm going to be like figuring it out. Yeah. From there. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm doing that, but I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of nail work that I've been like really, really excited about. I, we did the weird Manny squad and (laughs) I feel like, (laughs) I feel like both of us did very good. Oh yeah. Yours was a hit. We have a whole new set of emotes now in the discord that I am loving. (laughs) Our little guy. He's just a sweet little guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I broke my nail um, right before I was supposed to do weird Manny squad and I was going to do what I call a dragon, but what Danny calls a snake, and Danny did. <laughs> he did. My snake puppet. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do that, but then my nails broke, and I had the idea of uh, taking a long almond tip that I had and turning it into, like, a dinosaur head <laughs> and making a little friend out of it. And I did, and his name is Globert Pickleton, <laughs> and I posted him, and the internet loves him. He <laughs> is internet famous. Uh, but but yeah, Danny's, yours was so dang cute. I was was like yes yes i'm so glad you knew that pose um because i figured it was like a common childhood thing to twist your fingers into the shape of a dragon slash snake head uh, yeah but i didn't see anyone else in weird manny squad do it so i was surprised by that i was like oh wow i get to i get to be the one so i do feel like i took home the ribbon for weirdest hand pose for weird manny squad which is it feels really good so to, to, to yeah. quote, win the not competition that is Weird Manny Squad. Um, yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> Always a good time. <laughs> it's not a competition. It's a collaboration. Yes, but <laughs> someone's always the weirdest. And the, that person, we, we like to celebrate them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I do think you have the weirdest hand pose. I had actually not very weird hand poses, but they were, I mean, other people use the same hand poses, so I feel fine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in my level of weirdness. You made a little guy um, and that's that's always special when you when you I come did. out with a little guy. <laughs> um and then um I had the Greek gods and goddesses collab mm-hmm. come up and last month I did the whole Zeus as an ant thing and I was like, okay, let's find ourselves like a funny Aphrodite story. And there were some funny things about Aphrodite. But other than just taking a piece of male genitalia and putting it in sea foam, um, because that's how she was born, um, because Greek gods, they don't do it like we do. They don't. Um, (laughs) They have their whole special system. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Figure that out, biologists. Um, (laughs) Well, I actually brought up uh, Athena in my last biology lesson because I was trying to teach the concept of parthenogenesis, which is where a female essentially lays a cloned, unfertilized egg of her and it hatches into it a little clone birds yes. fish insects they can all do it there's even been like some reports of like possibly mammals doing it i don't know too much about it but um yeah. i was trying to get them to have a way to remember the that word and so i was like well the parthenon is athena's temple in greece i have no idea if this is the true etymology of this word or not but it's how i remember it and i was like well athena was born from zeus having a headache so one parent get it parthenon athena one parent and they just they just looked at me with a very blank stare so i don't know if it worked um (laughs) i honestly would not appreciate it i feel like that probably is like i didn't remember that being a temple to athena but i think you're right now that i'm thinking about it i'm i could be wrong i i do teach science and not greek history so feel free to yell at me in the comments but (laughs) please yell at us in the comments we love it (laughs) we love it okay (laughs) origin greek which i could um i could guess that Mm -hmm. um mid-19th century modern latin from greek parthenos virgin and genesis creation so there you go virgin creation literally one parent i'm gonna look up parthenon etymology now okay (laughs) we are we already had two tangent times that i'm probably gonna be like two or three that i'm probably gonna be um putting on the the patreon the patreon oh the parthenon Um, patreon (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, we're we're still going. <laughs> Etymology. Yeah, Temple of Virgin Goddess Athena. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. So yeah, that I mean, if they it, it probably wasn't named after the Parthenon, but they're all connected. Yeah, that's just I was just trying to I tried to give the kids some way to remember some of these complex science words, but anyway, we should give our audience a way to remember some complex nail terminology. <laughs> Do you like that segue? Was that smooth? <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so smooth, smooth as a back road. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, today, Danny and I wanted to talk about nail storage and um, other topics related to that. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a question from um, our listener, Linry, who also has a YouTube channel. So we'll link that in the description. And so we're going to kind of jump off of Linry's question and also go off topic and uh twist around a few times and try to stick the landing yeah uh, so <laughs> let's see uh linry asks about our nail polish collections how big is it if i had a nickel for every time um <laughs> how, <laughs> uh, how large do you realistically think your collection will get and what is your dream nail room setup danny how big is it uh, I love all of these talking points. How big is it? I don't know. Honestly, it's probably about a thousand. Um, but sometime last year, I just stopped using my nail polish spreadsheet. And now I am I am being punished and I am serving my time for it by trying to update it. And I'm also switching to a um, online spreadsheet called Airtable where you can include pictures in your spreadsheets. And it's really nice. And of course, there's filters and all that stuff. Blame Windidimus, Wendy, for introducing it to me. And the thing about Airtable is that it has a limit of a thousand items per spreadsheet on the free. You can you can obviously upgrade with a, with a premium account or whatever. Um, but I actually really like that limitation because how, how large do I realistically think my collection will get? I don't know, but I actually don't want it to get much bigger than it is now. I feel pretty comfortable with uh, with two helmers, some nail racks and stuff like that. So the air table, I think, is actually a really good way to limit myself. Like once I run out of room on my air table, I better start de-stashing, <laughs> which is a weird rule, but you know, it works for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you? How big is it, Steph? Oh boy, um, <laughs> immeasurable. But... Um, <laughs> Um, I also don't know. Um, do you think that I would know, Linry? I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I, so like I counted it for, I made a video like a, like a year and a half ago, I think, Mm. um, where I counted all my polishes and I like did a tour of my nail room and I would like to do that again, like not count my polishes on screen, but like. I would like to count all my polishes and then do a new nail room tour because I have a new nail room. Mm -hmm. When I did that like two years ago or a year and a half ago or whatever, my collection was like 550 polishes. So, I mean, it's definitely more than that now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I honestly, like, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how many I have because... Like my in in my heart of hearts, I'm like, no, like, uh, I didn't buy like that many more this year, but in my head of heads, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> probably did. Yeah, I we both slowed down, but we still participate in polish pickup every month. We still like, you know, get new collections from brands we like every now and then. And that's that's kind of another kind of difficult part of this. How large do I realistically think my collection will get? Well, I kind of have two collections, right? I have the nail polish that I collect because I like the individual nail polishes. And then I have Holo Taco, which I collect for collection's sake. And I like all the polishes and I use them constantly. But... I really do consider that like a sub hobby within my hobby. So I'm not going to limit myself on Holo Taco, which means that thousand nail polish may someday only be Holo Taco, in which case I can't let go of some of these other ones. So it's probably going to go past that. And maybe I'll just have a separate air table for my Holo Tacos. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a good idea, honestly. I kind of want to check out Airtable, but I do feel like I'd be like, I'm just going to pay. Like, you know what the upgrade is? 
I don't because I didn't really okay. bother to look into it. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that's just like, I'll just pay for it. And and yeah. And because of that, I'm trying not to buy a lot of nail polish this year. <laughs> yeah. So your so your ideal is I wanted to say like eleven, but then I realized I meant to say a thousand. Eleven? I can't live like that. <laughs> eleven polishes Danny narrowed down. Oh gosh. <laughs> You're only gonna keep eleven polishes. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. My max is 11. <laughs> you know me, I only have 11. <laughs> well, because there's also like, there's I have a bunch of novelty nail polishes too, you know, like um, that Yzma one that I showed off on my interesting packages one, uh, some special edition ones, the Raisin Cane's sauce polish. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't use that one. It's just for display purposes pretty much but like i can't get rid of it why why how would i and honestly my dust to dust collection from death valley nails i would consider those kind of novelty because they're not (laughs) i use them sometimes but they're not like you know they have no pigment um let's just be realistic one of them is wildflowers and it's literally cut up flowers in a clear base it's (laughs) it's kind of gross looking but i love it (laughs) but i wouldn't want to count that towards my one if i were to limit to my 11 or 1000 somewhere in that range um you know the functional polishes if that makes yeah. sense. yeah that makes total sense um i feel like mine is going to be dictated <clears throat> a lot more by space mm-hmm. than by number i do want to cut down on the specialty indie polishes that i buy yeah honestly especially because i am going to be cutting down on the amount that i'm buying um, I really can't lean into that part of the hobby too much for myself. The shopping part of the hobby, you know, I really should be leaning into my art and my art is, it's been pretty great recently. So, um, I don't feel too bad about that, but yeah, back to the point at hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, quick, like, sorry, quick tangent. If y'all have not checked out Stephanie's Instagram and seen the birth of Venus nails that you did, what, last Friday? Oh, uh-huh. my I remember going to a Ripley's, believe it or not, little museum in San Antonio growing up. And there was a a little display was a glass box. I remember it pretty clearly with a sewing needle or like a sewing pin in there that someone painted a scene on. And there was like a magnifying glass you looked in and it was it was like a camel with like some pyramids in the background. Very simple, but also microscopic. That's you. You're on your journey to being in Ripley's or believe it or not, like with your nails. It's amazing how much detail you fit into your nail art. These little pieces of protein on the tips of your fingers. Stephanie, that's crazy. You did so Thank good. Thank you. <laughs> that's actually not going to be out by the time that this is up because it is for that collab. And that collab, oh. I think, is like in 10 days. Oh, okay. Um, but you can see it in the in the Discord right now. Oh, that's where it was, the Discord. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you if you join the Discord 18 plus um, only, please, uh, and you go to Nailstream Show Off, then you shouldn't have to str- like scroll up too far to find it. Um, yeah, I actually forgot to finish that part of my tangent about f- freaking oh yeah Aphrodite. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I tried to figure out something funny to do on my nails to follow mm-hmm. up my funny Zeus Manny, and like. There wasn't that much funny about Aphrodite. There's stuff that, like, could be funny, but, like, Mm -hmm. not really in a way that I felt like would translate onto nails. Like, how am I going to, like, translate her, like, cuckolding Hephaestus? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I'm sure I could figure out something, but I didn't feel like it. Yeah. Um, So I was like, I wonder if I could just do the birth of Venus. (laughs) And I decided to do it on my nubs. um, And because I broke my nails. And so they're very short. And initially when I was talking to some people about it, I think just my sister about it, uh, we were just like, oh, I guess I'll use some press-ons. And then I was like, you know what? Like, (laughs) honestly, doing it on my nubs would be easier because I feel like with all the real estate of press-ons, I would feel like more like I needed to like make them look more realistic Mm -hmm. and better and more detailed. And when you're doing like tiny, tiny, tiny nail art, or any kind of tiny, tiny, tiny art, a lot of times details are your enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the best, it's best to just 
represent things basically and then also add texture. We talked about that a lot at the stream because like um, if you do want to look at some of my tiny, tiny scenes that I've done um, this last year around like November and uh, September. Yeah, it was September and November. I did a Zardos Manny mm-hmm. from about the movie Zardos, which I highly recommend. Um, and I also did a Wicker Man Manny. And they were both like these scenes. And the Zardos scene looked so much better. And looking back at it, it was because like I didn't add like any texture to the Wicker Man scene. Like, yeah. No your texture. Zardos, at all. Your sky had that almost marbly looking texture to really make the images pop. And then your grass, of course, that the f- people were running up to the ship thingy. I didn't watch the movie. Um- <laughs> But yeah, all all those you could do you can add details through texture in the background in the landscape part and then your figures don't have to be super detailed cuz they are they're supposed to be a tiny figure in a big landscape. So it just makes sense that you can't see their like little faces, individual faces and stuff like that. So yeah, no, the Zardos looks great. Your Wicker Man still looks really good. But yeah, if you're comparing the two, I would I would agree that the texture you added in the Zardos is what makes it stand out a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's good to have, like, I'm actually glad I did poorly, in my opinion, on the Wicker Man set because it's so, now I have such a good example and people are like, how do you do these like tiny things? I'll be like, it is texture. So like, look at this one. Like, this looks like okay, but it doesn't look great. And then look at that one. That one, you're like, how would you get so much detail in? And it's like, I didn't. <laughs> okay, so the question was, how do you realistically <laughs> do you think your collection will get? Oh, how? The question was, how big do you think your collection will get? And yeah, y'all know how this podcast works. Yeah. Um, so the <laughs> the answer to question one, how big is it? We don't know. Answer question two, how large do you think will it'll get? We don't know. Um. <laughs> well, okay. So you said you said about a thousand, except for except for everything. Right. Um. It's the uh, I after E except after C, but there's more exceptions than there are words that follow the rules. That mentality for my nail polish collection. Yeah. And mine is if I mean, okay, I guess like. At the end of the day, if I have to put my nail polishes in an area that is not right where I am sitting for my stream, mm-hmm. that seems like a waste of time and an insult to the polish. Yeah. Waste of time and money. Um, If I, like, have nail polish in the garage, I would just rather give that box to any person who would use it yeah. than just have it be sitting around and me not using it. Um, so yeah, basically like once, once the area behind me is like completely full, um, I'm gonna probably need to figure out, you know, what I want, what I don't want, Mm -hmm. um, you know, probably set up some display shelves of the polishes that I don't use, but that I think are like fun and interesting. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to set up a hall, H-A-U-L, of shame, um, <laughs> just, like, full of, like, the worst things I have. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to name any names because, like, I don't know this person. But, like, there is a company that I have a nail polish from that before I got into the scene, like, they got, like, arrested for mail fraud. Like, <laughs> they were, like, it wasn't, like, oh, well, they're kind of bad. Like, yeah, they had, like, they said bad things and they also got, like, arrested. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like not great um but like i've got an ad stash like, mm-hmm. I, like a mystery box i love buying this like you know people have discounted mystery box d stashes yeah i think that's really fun so like i just got it in that and then i found out about this company and i'm like yeah i want to put that in like a special place um <laughs> and also okay so here's a call out for everybody um, there is this brand that is horrifying. They're not around anymore, so uh, don't worry about them. But they were called Mentality. And they had these polishes that I think got too firm or something. Please, if you see this on YouTube um, or if you're listening anywhere else, you can go to YouTube, leave in the comments or in the comments on my Discord. Uh, if you know exactly the chemical problem that was happening to that polishes, but they were like peeling people's nails off of their nail beds. Ooh, horrific, yeah. horrific. Um, and I know some people who actually like, I don't know anybody who that happened to fully. It was, I think it was just swatchers for the brand mm-hmm. that it fully happened to. 
I don't think it ha- fully happened to anybody. I don't think anybody. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. If you please. lost a nail to mentality, mentality, please, we want to talk to you. <laughs> you may be entitled to our attention. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so like I really, really want one of those uh, one of those mentality polishes mm-hmm. not to use. So if you have a mentality um let me know i'd be willing to pay a small sum for it i'm not gonna pay like a lot for it but like at least pay shipping Um, (laughs) but i really want one of those just so i can shame it yeah just so it can Uh, sit in a special place of 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 shame (laughs) yes you you're the problem (laughs) my scapegoat corner where anything goes wrong i can just blame it on those polishes yep yep I love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my answer is that once there is too much stuff for my little army arms to grabby grab while I streamy stream, <laughs> um, <laughs> then I, I don't think that I'm going to want them anymore. I mean, I, I, I think that I'll probably want them. I'll probably be like, but this one, but this one. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think I'm going to have to accept. I'll either have to accept or I'll have to expand my storage behind me. Yeah. Uh, which there is some space, but I really like my cat tree and my guitar and my labyrinth poster. So, <laughs> is there so. space? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to stay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so let's, uh, move on to question three, because question three is kind of, like, where I feel like we feel like we're going to jump off the most. Yeah. Um, although this has been wild. <laughs> As it always is. I think we keep jinxing ourselves when we're like, let's keep it, let's keep it short and tight. And that is the, that is the magic words for us to not do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Our last episode was described by Diana as supersized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Oops. Thanks she for liked it, Diana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a compliment. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you for listening, Diana. Specifically, you. Uh, <laughs> so the third question was, "What is your dream nail room setup, Danny? What is it?" Ah, uh, I've gone through a couple like iterations of what I think I would like. So Kelly Marissa has this really nice setup where she's got like this long line of helmers with like a desktop on top and then her actual like work desk is across the room from it and I think it's a really nice clean looking setup I really do enjoy that then on Instagram there's Nails of Lismo who has she has no helmers so far as I can tell all of her nail polish is displayed on wall racks that just go it's like a it's like a bell book library swinging on the on the ladder you know wall of polish which i absolutely love that and there's pros and cons to both so talking about like the wall of polish one that makes it really easy to find polishes and you get to display them you get to enjoy looking at them all the time cons you have to dust them all the time (laughs) if you want you know unless you don't mind i have a secret for you danny you don't have to (laughs) you don't have to no but it looks pretty gross um (laughs) 100 for sure (laughs) and the more important one is that if you are not in a windowless basement which is where i kind of picture that kind of setup kind of like a christine simply neological setup in her basement wall of polish um then they can get sun damaged so like i have a window in my office i uh, the polishes I have out on my racks are at risk of being sun bleached, which those are like my specialty, like novelty polishes. So I'm a little okay with it. Um, but yeah, so that's a risk with having your nails actually, or I mean, your nails, your nail polish actually out on display. So I think ultimately I do want a more Kelly Marissa where they're all packed away in Helmers looking very clean and organized. Um, and yeah, I don't want too many Helmers, but I'm pretty happy with the idea of like maybe three or four with a desktop on top. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Would you, so like what other features would you want in your nail room? Like beyond just storage? Um, let's see. Uh, really good ventilation. Um, <laughs> and, um, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be nice to, have some more display space. So like right now I've got like shadow boxes and stuff that could probably fit a nail polish bottle in there for like really special moments or whatever. Um, I don't know what, uh, what else like specifically for a nail room besides like filming setup would be nice. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kind of picturing like a nice, I like clean room, easy to clean room. Uh, because Mm -hmm. if you looked at my desk right now, it is absolutely full of nail polish bottles because I'm doing too many projects at once. So like definitely like big, open, long tables, swaths of land, as we talked about it earlier. (laughs) Huge tracks of land. As huge tracks of land <laughs> for me to just like spread out and do my uh do my 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 projects on. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it would be so cool. I have no idea how this would work. If like I had a sliding system for like my monitor and camera stand and lights and stuff, that like yeah. I could like have a nail polish section and then just like slide the whole contraption over and then like have a bullet journal section. And that way I don't have to put anything away because I'm a mess, but I could just slide yeah. the camera <laughs> around instead. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be super cool. I feel like you definitely could do that. Yeah. Um, I could see like my overhead mount like is things don't slide on it easily, but like there are multiple like mounting points that you can slide to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that it wouldn't even be that hard to set it up, uh, like do a DIY. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's something that would work in this, the current room I'm in, but like in a dream setup room where it's like nice and long and I have lots of table space, that would be pretty cool. What about you, yeah. Steph? What do you picture as your dream room? Um, well, I'm very lucky. Basically I already have my dream room. Um, I've been meaning to, like, I think I said already earlier in this video, I I want to do another kind of like walkthrough of my room because I moved the last time I made a video about my room. Um, but there are some changes I'd like to make. So first I'll talk about what I do have and the changes that I wouldn't make. Um, so behind me, um, like you can see when I'm on stream. So in front of me is a desk and it's where I do my nails. And other than the fact that I am bad at keeping it tidy, it is quite perfect for what I want. Um, because it has a little slidey keyboard under the desk. Mm. Um, so like it's a little tray for my keyboard. They used to be really popular in like the 90s and early 2000s. And then yeah. they, I think that they became less popular because uh, people's desks became like just for their computer. Like everything we do became on our computer where it used to be like, well, I'm going to need space to write. Mm-hmm. I can't have my keyboard right here. And it's like, <laughs> LOL. Or that monitors used to take up the whole desk space. <laughs> anyway yeah yeah exactly <laughs> they did um so yeah i try to keep every i try to keep as little on my desk as possible so there's a lot of things that are standing either um on the ground but mostly they're like clamped to the edge of my desk i have like a two monitor stand that's like clamped to the edge of my desk uh this you can see on my youtube channel because i did a little thing about my stream setup mm. for filming specifically but not my room for my nails you know it's just like this is how i film Um, so yeah, I have like all of that, like really, really cleared off because I make enough mess myself. I don't need other things competing for the mess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so like that's my front part. I have like tools to the side of me on this, um, I think it's a Michael's, uh, was it Ikea? I'm not sure, but it's just like a three tier, like rolling, cart kind of thing yeah and then the art cart <laughs> yeah an art cart and i have like i have a pretty sick uh a pretty sick sticker bomb on the top part and i want to add more i want to make every tier a sticker bomb <laughs> um and then yeah behind me i have uh two melmers and two helmers so we talk about helmers a lot yeah and occasionally say Melmer as well. <laughs> um, so we should talk about what those actually are. <laughs> yeah. So a Helmer, I like you said, I think we've talked about this before, but it is a, it's what it's called from Ikea. It's a drawer system. They're metal and they're a really, really nice size for nail polish. They fit all the bottles that I've had so far fit nicely in a Helmer drawer. You can, you know, fit a lot into the drawers. There are some cons. Uh, they're not like, they're kind of expensive and not the best made things. You know, it's a flat pack furniture item. Um, and you do have to make some modifications, like not making, not bending out the, uh, the drawer stops so that you can actually utilize the whole drawer. Um, nail polish is such an odd sized object. You know, it's, it's kind of small 
and yet kind of tall. So for the nail polishes in the back, you have to be able to pull that drawer pretty much all the way out to reach them. But then the drawer comes out. And that has been my biggest frustration with the Helmers is like, sometimes I do just pull the whole drawer out on purpose so I can like look through the polishes and stuff, but then putting them back in because everything, nothing is locked in place on a Helmer. It's all like hanging on itself, if that makes sense. So any slight upward bump on the tracks make it to where you can't put the, uh, you can't put the drawers back in correctly. And it's, uh, it drives me crazy. So there's some pros and cons, but so far as like, fitting a lot of polish into a relatively small footprint, they're great. Yeah. Um, I really wish, like, Ikea, if you're listening, um, I know you are. But, <laughs> One of our um, biggest it, fans. <laughs> yeah, they're always, they're always texting me and I'm just like, okay, listen to my Helmer discourse. Or, you know, <laughs> coward. Um, but <laughs> um, what they should do, in my opinion, is do multiple drawer stops Mm -hmm. So that you can like, because the thing is like my Melmers. And so a Melmer is the Michaels version of a Helmer. Um, They, it used to mean one thing. And if you look at Kelly Marissa's like older videos from like three years ago, you could see she has like Melmers behind her before she got her Helmers. She and I got Helmers at the same time. (laughs) And I'm very involved in the Kelly Marissa, uh, or used to be at least very involved in the Kelly Marissa, like Patreon community. I'm still a patron. Um, but like, so I was able to like discuss it with her when it happened, uh, cause we both got ones that were like fatally flawed. Mine were worse than hers, but hers were like also pretty much as bad. Mine, one of mine at least had like something that could not be fixed. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't like sit flush, but yeah, we bought our Helmers at the same time. Um, and she had the old Michaels Melmers, um, which they're just called that. They're not called a Melmer. Right. <laughs> they're just called that because they're a Michaels Helmer. And just for a little context here, um, Helmers, I just looked it up on Ikea's website. They're $80. Yeah. Which they used to be like, what, maybe 40 or something like that. So they've jumped up in price. And to get one that's like fatally flawed to where you can't use it is frustrating to say the least. Especially since like, I mean, one thing, they're made out of like sheet metal, which is not mm-hmm. the best thing to work with. Um, and yeah, like both times that I realized they were fatally flawed, I had already done a bunch of work once I figured that out and I had to drive it all the way back to Ikea and then I had to return it and get a new one. And eventually the last time I just gave up, Kelly Marissa, she had Ryan, her husband, like re-bend the metal that wasn't bent right, which like, yeah, that was wild. Um, so yeah, eventually when I like asked around and been like, Hey, cause like Kelly and I were on other sides of the country. We're on mm-hmm. opposite, literal opposite coasts. So I'm like, okay, if it's happening, if she's having the exact same problems where she is, then like, I need to wait until they figure out what's happening here. Cause mm-hmm. I assumed they would. Yeah. Cause I bought my Helmers a bit after that time. And cause I was, I hesitated after seeing Kelly and you have the, that issue. I was like, Oh, maybe I don't want Helmers, but eventually yeah. it got to where like, I just needed a storage solution and I've had no issue. I had no issue with the construction of mine. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so after my first Helmers didn't work, I decided to go with what is called the Michaels modular system. Mm. Um, and these are a set of, they're five drawer parts of the modular system. Um, I'll try to link them in the description, but um, they're really good. But yeah, they they can't function unless they're locked in. That's kind of like just part of their how they're built. Mm-hmm. They don't have like sliders like a lot of drawers have. Um, they I mean, they do have a place like basically they have a notch that there's like a plastic piece you like hammer into. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's what holds it up. And also that's what stops it. So like, you can't, you can't have them come all the way out. So there is like an area to the back of my Melmers that like, doesn't, that like, doesn't fit anything. Like yeah. I just put boxes back there so that my nail polishes don't like slip around. Um, And it's less of a percentage wide loss than the Helmers would be if I had the Helmers closed mm-hmm. like if I had them so that their drawers didn't pull out and I like them because like Danny was saying the Helmer drawers fall out and because I am always picking polishes while I stream um it's nicer to me to 
have that not be a thing. Yeah. So it is a danger because I was streaming once. Um, I do have this little additional wooden uh, drawer system that I got off Amazon. And it's literally just the drawers have like slats that they slide into. It doesn't even have like wheels or a proper slide or anything. Jesus it's, Christ. <laughs> it's, but it works for my stamping polishes because that's all I really keep in there is like my yeah. my stamps and my jellies uh, and then some nail art supplies at the bottom. But yeah, I was pulling out a drawer trying to get a stamping polish and I pulled too far and it just it just spilled everywhere. Luckily, no bottles broke, but I had to just turn around on stream and be like, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> I think I was there for that. I was like, dang. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Uh, my recommendation, by the way, if you are dealing with the problem with uh, Helmer drawers falling out, uh, bottom drawer don't really have any recommendations, but it is the bottom. So it's like not going to like break a bunch of your nail polishes. But I slide the drawer beneath about halfway out mm. if I'm worried about them falling. And then if they come loose, they don't immediately like fall and drop everything everywhere. That's a good idea. I just do the two hand method. If I pull it out more than a third of the way, I put one hand underneath to catch it. (laughs) I always have one hand covered in polish, like almost always. So I just like, for me, like I'm, I feel like like, everything in my life, I'm like, you don't understand I'm special. (laughs) But like not in like a good way or a cool way, but just in a way that makes anybody's recommendations invalid, unfortunately. (laughs) Like, can I make this bean soup if I'm allergic to beans? Um. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, um, so yeah, instead of, I got the Helmers, that didn't work. I got the Melmers. I was pretty happy with that. Mm -hmm. And then I also made a desk out of them. The Melmer desk situation is really only good if you like sitting on taller chairs. Yeah. Um, because like if you, yeah, because it's just like kind of like bar height and I don't like sitting on tall chairs. I need to have my feet on the ground. Yeah. Uh, but for like display as you use it behind you, it looks great. And so that's, that's something I would really like to have is, is kind of more, more display room, I guess. I have a little bit going on back there, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I really, it's fun to like picture your dream room. Cause I'm also now thinking like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have like a place, like a couch or something where friends can come and like we can paint our nails together and it's like convenient for everyone and comfortable for everyone and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess it really depends on how practical our dream is here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do have a couch in my nail room because this is actually where my husband and I generally chill out and vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, we have like a living room downstairs, but it's a weird house and it's inconvenient. <laughs> so yeah, I like, this is like an L shaped room. So I set up, well, my roommate had a couch up here and mm-hmm. left it. She didn't want to move it. Um, don't blame her for that at all. <laughs> getting the couch in and out was, oh my goodness. Cause we replaced the couch. Um, and so that's over there. And then I have kind of an open space, but mm-hmm. like, it's kind of one that needs to be there for walking. Mm-hmm. And then a closet that has, that's very convenient for all of my random stuff. Um, but I really would like a space that was more convenient. Like, I would love it if I could turn my cameras around on my streaming station and show a like collaborative or well, just like a place where I could paint somebody else's nails. Yeah. That's what I would like because it doesn't make sense for behind me mm-hmm. because I need to be like close enough to my nail polish. Right. When Hillary came out um, and I, we both we did each other's nails on stream. Uh, that's mediocre Manny's. Uh, we like we like scooted the desk back mm-hmm. and added because I have a manicure table and it's folding. And so like we added the folding manicure table, but it was such a pain in the butt. And especially like especially when you already have if like I were to stream with somebody else, mm-hmm. it's already such like a confusing time when somebody's like in your space. You're you're not going to have as much brain power. Yeah. Because uh, some of it's being used. <laughs> 
So uh, I would love to be able to just like have a big space where I could just paint my friend's nails when they come over Mm -hmm. and leave it up. And also, if I have a guest, I can like have the stream and show them on the stream and not have to like completely mess up my setup and then cause problems that were problems before and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so like a nice, like an L-shaped desk that has like a like a collaborative space and then like a main focus space. Uh, yeah, something like that. That would be that would be pretty awesome. That sounds like honestly, now that you say it that way, <laughs> I feel like there is a way to do that in this room, but it would just take a major overhaul of this room, which I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And then that's where that sliding camera could come in handy if you do. Yeah. No, there's a lot of cool ways. Uh, an acetone resistant everything, I guess, would be my last little request for my dream. Because <laughs> my mouse, my computer mouse, is um, it's damaged because I like to do stuff on the computer while painting my nails. And yeah. you know, sometimes there's acetone on your fingers that didn't quite dry before you grabbed your plastic mouse. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, One thing I'd like to point out that I didn't know going into this hobby, um, the Melmer system and Mm -hmm. also like when you get these like, like I have a white and I guess like, I don't know, is it particle board laminate? I'm not sure exactly what it is. But most of these things that are made like this, which is like the kind of like fake wood painted in like white or probably black. Yep. Um, those have been pretty acetone resistant for me. That's good. That's really good to know. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they are fully acetone resistant if you just like, I don't know, wet a cotton ball and put a silicone thing over it so it didn't dry out. Like, it'd probably <laughs> make it through eventually. Yeah. Uh, but, but like little, little things aren't going to ruin the finish. That's good. All right. So there was our first audience question. We are going to go oil our cutes. And when we come back, we're going to answer another one. (laughs) Stay tuned. Hey, everyone. It's Stephanie. You've already heard it in the podcast, but I'm sadly dropping my Tuesday night streams. But it's not all bad news because Danny is picking them up. Join Danny on Twitch Tuesdays at around 3 p.m. PST for that calm, lizardy goodness you crave. Also, don't forget we have a Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash two lacquered ladies to become a lackey. That's L-A-C-Q-U-I lackey. Every new lackey gets their name read out during the cuticle break. And now, back to the show. Okay, we are back. We are moisturized. We are in our lane thriving. Danny is showing me that she is rubbing in her cuticle oil because there's no trust here. (laughs) I got to prove that I'm moisturized and thriving. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is like the thing we're like, did you, are you, are your cuticles dry? It could be any of us. Um, In fact, I I sent you a threatening hydrate message on Instagram not too long ago. It was so funny. Okay, so like the thing that Jenny sent me was like somebody filling up a contact lens full of contact solution. It's a cartoon. And like holding it up to their eye and then like a tongue came out of the eye and started lapping it up. It looks less disgusting than it sounds, but not much. Um, (laughs) Because it's all very like clinically it looks like a wiki how style animation you know what i mean like very simplistic um but still the concept is inescapable (laughs) exactly the concept did the work and like all morning i'd been like i will i'll go downstairs and like i'll I'll make myself water and like i just kept not doing it and uh (laughs) I just get this message. I just see on my notification on my phone. Did it say that you sent me a thing attached to it? And I just see like daddy shout, hydrate, hydrate. <laughs> I was like, girl, <laughs> <I'm trying." laughs> I'm really good about drinking water at work because I'm like talking all day and like the cup's there and I just sip, sip, sip my water at home. I don't know. I just can't. <laughs> I will be completely parched and be like, do I need a snack? Like, no, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Drink water. <laughs> you gotta get up on the TikTok water with me. Yeah, I used to really love those crystal light like powder packets or whatever. So I definitely, I think I could get into TikTok water. I need to try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. We, we need to get you on that. We need to- <laughs> 
you, you need to get one of the hollow cups that me and Sunburnt Galaxy have. Okay. <laughs> and Husbando, but um, <laughs> he's like included in me. Do you have one of those Stanley tumblers, by the way, that are the biggest thing right now? No, I don't. I don't either. Um, <laughs> and I am so fascinated by, I'm not going to go too far into it because we've already done so many tangents, but um, <laughs> people are trying to get these limited edition Stanley tumblers, which are these 40 ounce tumblers. I do have a 40 ounce tumbler. It's a Zenbo. Mm. Uh, I got it on Amazon and it's holographic. And uh, you could put the whole thing in the dishwasher and it comes out perfectly good. That is important. <laughs> yeah. When I buy stuff, I buy it. I mean, I buy it for there's a lot of things I think about. But number one and two and three and stuff, simplicity mm-hmm. and sustainability with my lifestyle, putting it in the dishwasher and it does the work for me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I will That's use it I mean. if I can clean it easily. That is true. Exactly. Yeah, because, like, I'm always, like, it always scares me to be, like, what's in my straw? Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I don't trust myself to do as good of a job as my dishwasher. So, yeah, it was important (laughs) to me to find a dishwasher safe one. But it's also holographic. It's so pretty. (laughs) I've only bought myself one tumbler. And it's a Bucky's tumbler from from Bucky's, the gas station in Texas. If you know, you know. Um, But otherwise, everything, all my other like reusable drink cups have been gifts, including (laughs) I have this really crappy plastic one that has goldfish on it. And like, not like cute goldfish, like weird. Just someone took a stock image of goldfish, removed the background and put it on this tumbler. (laughs) So they like the, you know, they're like real pictures of goldfish. So they're like twisted kind of weird because they're swimming. So like you don't see their pretty fins or anything. You just see their like weird fish faces. I have to show it to you. I'll I'll post a picture in the discord. It's really crappy, (laughs) but my in-laws gave it to me because of the goldfish that I love and stuff like that. And I love this cup. And my husband borrowed it once and realized how like terrible it is to drink out of because you like you know you pour it towards your face and it just goes straight out the sides like no matter what you do um and he's like why do you keep this this is terrible and i'm like it's my fishy cup okay (laughs) sometimes you just have to have your fishy cup i need a fishy cup (laughs) yes we do have a question from doomed red shirt our beloved Doomed, our beloved doomed red shirt. Uh, if you had to buy one brand of polish only for the rest of your life, which would you choose? I feel like mine's obvious. Um, I feel like I guess, mine is too. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start. It's it's Hollow Taco. I already yeah. collect everything from them. I can do. I can't think of a single nail art that I couldn't do without Hollow Taco because they've got creams, they've got toppers, they've got glitters, they have everything I need. One coat black can be used for stamping. There you go. I'm, you know, it might simplify some of my stamping, but like, who cares? (laughs) I could still get it done. (laughs) You make a good point about the, about Hollow Taco's black stamping polish. Yeah. (laughs) Or black, (laughs) one coat black. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Mine is also, I think, obvious. It would be Orly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't want to, I, I hope that if this happens to me, if a gremlin comes to my house and offers me my dreams for this trade, um, <laughs> hopefully they'll let me also keep stamping polish, at least black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, I mean, I'm sure I could figure out a black stamping situation with Orly. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure I could, I'm sure I could cook it up myself or just like leave a bottle open for a while to make it thicker yeah. or something. <laughs> um, but... But uh, yeah, it's just Orly has such a wide range of colors. Um, It's gotten to the point where like, you know, I don't think they have a lot of like iridescent flaky toppers, but like they at least have enough like holographic toppers Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, that would be something that I would have to choose from. Uh, but like also even their like top coat, like not their, their Ceylon top coat, that one Ugh. they're like discontinuing cause it's bad. <laughs> um, and not their like glosser, like, but they're, they're ones that they advertise as quick dry. They're not like, they're not glistening glow. They don't no. have toluene in them. They're not thick, but the quick dry ones I think are serviceable top coats. <clears throat> like, I like I used to actually use like non like super thick top coats a lot 
Um, and then I left one downstairs and I don't know where it went. So I just stopped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and with how often we change out our nail art, honestly, it's okay. We can we can have a not great top coat because we're going to take it off in a day or two anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like Orly just has such a wide breadth of colors and mm-hmm. especially with how I do art, like that's super important to me. The one thing that they don't have too much of is jellies. They do have some. Yeah. Um, but like the Birth of Venus nail art that I just did, vast majority of that, the vast majority of the paint on that was, I mean, it was like, it was Sessie Naspass blank. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Cirque jellies over it. Yeah. Uh, because they're just so... They're just so easy to manipulate and Mm -hmm. they, you know, like if I want to do shadow, they just add like you can pick your coverage and things like that. So they're so perfect. So that would be a loss. And I'm I'm glad you so I didn't even think about like the the base and top coat situation. So uh, definitely prefer glistening glow, but I'll take I'll take glossy top coat from Hollow Taco if I if I have to. <laughs> yeah. If I have to release my glistening glow. Um, but we could always, like you said, cook up our own. So um who was it? Was it Sunburnt Galaxy that figured out that uh ink, you can mix ink in a clear base to make a pretty good jelly polish. So Yeah, we, for sure. If we can only buy one brand, we can always uh make our own. <laughs> That's true. And also, like, on that topic, I don't like the jellies that people make when they mix up uh, a cream with a clear polish. It's not the it's same. Not, yeah, it's not the same. Um, however, for my purposes, especially for natural colors, I feel like I could do that with Orly. Yeah, because let's, okay, we do need to, two lacquered ladies, we need to coin a new term here. When you mix a cream with a clear base to get a... Uh, more sheer polish well first of all you're making a sheer that's really what they're called yeah but i propose we instead of jellies we call them milks <laughs> you are making okay. a milk <laughs> yes yeah that is it's basically what it is and they also separate like nobody's yeah. business like uh i just it just ugh, i hate thinking about i hate thinking about that kind of polish i just about hate milks. it <laughs> milks yeah they're not really crellies i want something that separates it's milky but like separates (laughs) uh yogurts (laughs) yeah yogurt yeah get that little make a curdy little yogurt exactly yeah (laughs) you should be ashamed of yourself Um, no i if you're doing this it's like as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else i imagine you're not um then it's fine but i but i hate them don't 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 tell me to do it makes me think of an anime called uh i think it was called silver spoon and it was about a guy or a a boy i should say a high school aged uh kid who just wanted to get away from his family so he went to like a boarding school but it was for (laughs) farmer kids and he knew nothing uh and it's a fun show but there is a scene where one of the kids makes yogurt in the boys like bathroom like the the not the toilet room but the like bathroom because it's steamy and hot and perfect for yogurt yogurt making and so he like he's passing it around and they're all like eating the yogurt and the guy the main character is like oh bathroom yogurt (laughs) (laughs) that's what's happening when you mix a a cream (laughs) with a clear base you're making bathroom yogurt you're making bathroom (laughs) yogurt okay perfect perfection um it, when we start our own when we start our own uh nail polish company danny i think we need to make a set of crullies that are just called bathroom yogurts. bathroom yogurts yes blueberry bathroom yogurt <laughs> strawberry bathroom yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and then basement yes. polish oh y'all Love get it. ready when we launch this theoretical brand yes. it's gonna be nasty it's gonna be so good <laughs> there are no plans yet by the way we're not no. actually teasing something that um we know how it's going to happen i imagine eventually it's something will happen but yeah who knows in what form it will take, though. <laughs> it isn't happening yet. This isn't a teaser. No, not um, at all. <laughs> no. It's Don't a, get too uh, excited for some bathroom yogurt. It's an ARG. <laughs> <laughs> you can only find the bathroom yogurt if you call me from the right payphone yeah. um, at the right time. <laughs> I love that, though. If we were to, we, we would 
that's how we would launch a brand. We would be some obscure, ridiculous thing. We'd only make five polishes because only three people will actually figure it out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. I can't go on a tangent about ARGs and about, okay. like, about treasure hunts. <laughs> Ugh, it's so cool. It's so interesting, it's so though. so much fun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if I didn't choose Orly, I would probably choose Hollow Taco because just, mm-hmm. like, they have everything. Yeah. And I'm I'm the same way. My runner-up is obviously Orly. Yeah. Third place, <laughs> though, is tough. I kind of want to say Cirque. Um but then I could never really stamp again. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, I mean, today on stream, I could test out Memento Mori for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, it's a one coat black. It's like a legit a one coat black. Uh, now, that doesn't mean it's going to stamp. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, test it out for me. <laughs> yeah, like I would love to say Cirque, but I just feel like their creams are not enough. No, they're not. They're not enough. Like, if I had a third choice, oh, that would be extremely tough. Yeah. I mean, Glisten and Glow has amazing creams and a pretty big catalog of them. So I feel like that would be a good one. I feel like that would be a decent one. um, But, like, I still don't feel like it would be enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, (laughs) the other one I would consider would either be Color Club or OPI just for their catalog size. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they make so many products that, like... You would presumably find something you're okay with yeah. for like top coat, base coat, whatever. That's true. Yeah, but yeah. So um, I think we're gonna we're gonna end it right here. I think it's mm-hmm. enough for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Please check out our YouTube channel and leave a comment with your favorite moment, a story to share, and of course any questions you'd like us to answer in future episodes. Be sure to check out Danny and I on Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. I am Fanatic here. She is Danny Shout. All of our links are in the description. Join us next time where instead of recording an episode, we have an episode. Stay lacquered. <laughs>